Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. You're welcome to the House of Inspiration. Today is Friday. First of all, I just want to apologize for not recording any podcast or devotional yesterday. I had an event, spiritual branding, and I had to wake up really early and the destination was really far and I just had to leave everything I was doing to make that event. And coming back was really stressful. This morning, I woke up with a cold to tell you how bad and how stressful yesterday was, the road, everything. But I really thank God that I attended that event. I want to share my experience from that event. First of all, it is the experience of not being able to do what I had the intuition to do. When that event came up, I had the intuition to speak to the convener about anchoring that event. Why? Spiritual branding is me, is who I am, is what I do. I always encourage people that they should not just focus on their physical branding, but their spiritual branding. And I always emphasize the importance of it. I did a post on my page on Instagram, Enifomes Speaks, and that was in January 14th where I said physical branding is important, but spiritual branding is importanter. Now I did that post not knowing that there will ever be a spiritual branding event in June. Talk about being aware of the times and seasons. Talk about being aware of what the Holy Spirit is doing. But I just felt, well, the the convener would have an MC, so no need. When I got to the event, oh my gosh. Things were happening that shouldn't have happened. And I was like, I could have been able to prevent this. I could have done this. No, I should have done this. Oh my God. No, 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 no. I should have done this. I should have done this. Why didn't I do this? I felt really bad because I, whenever I see a need, I always want to feel that need, especially if it's Christian related or is God related. So I felt really bad. Today I want to encourage all of us, no matter how we feel, when we have an intuition to do something and we know that we cannot shake that feeling, do that thing, you never know what the results will be. But do not feel that you know what is happening on the other side because trust me, you just might not know what is happening on the other side. Your obedience might be the the break you've been praying for all your life. Now, let's talk about the experience from the event proper, spiritual branding. I took some notes and there were some light bulb moments. I'm going to be sharing all of them with you because I know they will bless you. The convener asked us, where do you find meaning? Where do you find meaning? So I'll be elaborating on them as I share. Where do you find meaning? What is that thing that gives you meaning? What you're doing right now, does it give you meaning? What is that thing that can give you meaning? He said, start your branding journey from introspection, from your heart. Okay, I want to brand. Why am I branding? Who am I? Who am I really? You know, when people were talking yesterday, I just said to my friend sitting beside me, I said, spiritual branding is character. Spiritual branding is you. It is who you are and how you are building who you are to get to where you need to get to. And sometimes we talk about spirituality. Spiritual branding 
is more than spirituality it's something that it helps you connect you know to your core it, it gives you empathy spiritual branding is creativity and the convener said in creativity meditation is critical many of us are so busy jumping up and down there's no time for us to even sit down and meditate how can we be creative he said you must be able to pause your brand to check where you're coming from and where you're going if you cannot pause your brand there's a problem it's crazy especially with this social media thing sometimes i'm like i want to leave my page for like a month i'm like what will happen to my page but yesterday i thought about it my page is not my brand my brand is me my page is part of my brand so i should actually be able to leave my page and go somewhere do what i want to do and come back the people that would stay would stay the ones that are not meant to be there would leave Udo Okonjo, someone I respect so much, she also spoke a lot about spiritual branding. You know, she spoke about how we carry God inside of us, how in life as a Christian, you will die a lot of deaths, but you will always rise. She said every man is a spirit, that the spirit of hustle is the spirit of competition. She said there's a place of rest that comes with spirituality. You know, we live in this age of hustle, hustle, hustle. I always tell people I'm not hustling. When they say hustle, low, I'm not hustling, no. I'm not hustling because there's a spirit that comes with that hustle word that just makes you to keep on running, 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 working hard. Where are you going to? What are you trying to achieve? If you get, see, money would never be enough. Nobody's saying that you shouldn't work hard. I work really hard. I just told you I went for an event yesterday. I work really, really hard. Most times I'm like, oh, take time off and chill. I work hard. But I understand that it's not the hard work that will give me my results. It's the grace of God. And we should all have that mentality so that we don't end up coming into this age of hustle. All right. And she said, everyone has a unique advantage. It is tied to who you are. She gave some scriptures. I'd like you to take them down. First Peter 2 verse 9. Second Ephesians 2 verse 10. She said, acknowledging who you are, what you have, is part of your spirituality. Be proud of your accolades. There's a difference between humility and humility. So when you get to a place and you're supposed to say, okay, hi, my name is this, 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 I'm into this, you'll be feeling like, okay, you know rich and the person you're talking to is bigger than you know. It's not a, a virtue of someone who has God. She said, Jesus knew who he was. He didn't need acknowledgement, but he understood he needed the people. You know, And I realized that everything I'm doing comes from my source. Everything I'm doing comes from my source. And she said that as well. She said, everything you are doing should come from your source. The source is what gives you authority to speak. When I come here and I speak to you, when I go out and speak to people, it's because I know who I am in Christ. I know what God has shown me, what God has told me concerning speaking, concerning events, concerning people. So that's the vision that I run with. You know, she said, you need to hold on to yourselves because that's where you get the power to rise up when you fall down. Your business should be a good work. Matthew 5, 16, light shows the way. In your industry, are you showing the way or you're just following? The Bible says, let your light so shine before men that you will see people will see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So you ask yourself, how will my light shine? How will my light shine? Psalm 16, verse 3 is another scripture I wanted to take down. She said, let excellence be your brand at the very minimum because our God is an excellent God. If your source is excellent, then you must be excellent. 
She also gave 10 principles to be a standout spiritual brand. She said number one, envision. I'm not going to go deep into it because they're quite lengthy. Number one, envision. Number two, the X factor. Number three, confidence. Number four, emotional intelligence. Number five, language. She said language is the heart of spiritual branding. You can use your words, but the tone of your words really matter. And then number six, she said, look out for opportunities. Seven, she said, have the engagement enthusiasm. Number eight, she said, never, ever give up. Number nine, she said, collaborate. And number 10, she said, empower, enrich, and encourage others. Look, when I went for this particular spiritual branding event, it occurred to me that I'm doing something right. You know, sometimes you choose a particular path and then you see what's going on in the world you see what's going on in nigeria sometimes you feel like am i on the right track people are compromising cutting corners cracking vulgar jokes but you know i still insist i'm going to say only what to edify my audience only what to make them inspired i always insist because i know that speaking to me is not just a hobby a passion or a business it's a ministry and i'm like am i doing the right thing but this just made me understand that i'm doing the right thing every day i go out i see people that are down i encourage them i come on here i encourage you and i'm like so what is the what am i going to get from all of this thing that i'm doing sometimes that fleshy part of me comes but i remember who i am and what i've been called to do and it keeps me going and all the points that udo okonjo made just emphasize that Keep doing what you're doing. Just continue, continue. So it's really very encouraging. So if you're doing anything that concerns um, spiritual branding, for instance, if you're doing anything, let me explain. Even if you're a delivery person and in your delivery um, company, you have you know that from your core, God has told you what to do for that company to make people smile. That is ministry. That is doing what God has called you to do. That is spiritual branding. Just keep doing it. Whatever you're doing, just make sure you're tied to your source. And then you'll be a spiritual brand. You don't need to be a minister. You don't need to be a speaker. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a worship leader. Just keep doing what your source has told you to do. And one of the speakers, Alakonde Sorion, spoke about the fact that spirituality, being spiritual is just that you're a spirit. That's all. So the Buddhist is spiritual. The atheist is spiritual. The pagan, everybody. The Muslim is spiritual. Everybody is spiritual. You know? And But that your shine should not just be for your village and for your community. You can be shining in Nigeria and then you're not shining abroad. You can be a millionaire in Nigeria and you go abroad and you're a thousandaire. You can be a millionaire in Zimbabwe, for instance, and then in Nigeria, you're poor because the currency is different. So he said, God wants your shine to be global. And he asked, can you shine globally? What you're doing, can you actually shine globally? He spoke about the fact that there's that self-control is self-control. It's the self-control you need for saying no to eating if you're trying to lose weight. It's the same self-control you need when you're driving on the road and somebody's trying to bash your car. It's the same self-control you need when you face people that make you angry and all sorts. He said if you're smart, you must be smart everywhere. You cannot be smart here and not smart there. You cannot be a microphone here and be a shoe somewhere else. You know, you have to be consistent. He said truth is universal. What is true for you must be true for me. It's not about, okay, it's true, but but. There's no but. Truth is truth. 
you know there's difference between fact and truth and when he said that i wrote in my notes i said not fact truth there's a difference you know let your words come from truth and i wrote in brackets god because when i'm taking notes i write my light bulb moments i write the things that i need to do i write how it affected me so when i go through my notes again i'm reliving the moment basically so when he said let your words come from truth i wrote god because god's word is truth every other thing is rubbish every other thing is rubbish i repeat god's word is the only truth he said there's a sense you can communicate from the universe through your experiences through things that have happened to you that is spiritual branding anytime you talk about your experience that's spiritual branding he spoke about the fact that honesty is relative you know he spoke about the fact that honesty is relative and a lot of other things there's a place to share truth it's not everywhere you just share the truth you need to be sensitive about your environment you know said there's a thin line between what is needful and what is right when you're spiritual you must also be relatable so that you can access maximum value he said the more spiritual you are the more relatable you should become so you shouldn't be spiritual and be proud and nobody should come close to me am i almighty no that's not a quality of a spiritual brand he spoke about a lot of things and it was just a wake-up call he said if you're going to live among people a part of you has to be frail because only through frailty can we find our strength he said we need to understand that it is not the frailty or being frail that makes us weak it's the fact that we know that yes we are frail but we can actually find our strength from the frailty so he spoke about a lot of things he said every yes you say empowers your no in the day of usage so if you're saying yes, 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 for instance, a man is always saying yes to his wife. He gave, us, he gave us an example of the fact that he is a houseboy for his wife. He does anything she says, except anything that will have to do with blocking or stopping their destiny. Everything he says yes to. So when he says no, she knows it's no. And that's when he said every yes you say empowers your no. So when you're saying no, your no is loud. All right. So he spoke about a lot of things, you know, some people are so poor, all they have is money. Money should not be all you think about. Spiritual, being spiritual is not technical. It's not about theology. It's actually the connection you have with people and how you can easily rent a space in the heart of those that you engage every day. He said, if you cannot mentor evil till evil yields to goodness, then your goodness is questionable. Spoke about a lot of things. The devil is not omnipresent. The devil is actually working God's agenda, but the devil doesn't even know because God always puts the virus of his agenda in the devil. So the devil is going up and down, most times thinking he's doing his own work. But in the end, he's going to still do God's work because God is the head and the devil cannot be ahead of God. God is always ahead. He's always in control. He's always in control. That's why you need him in everything you're doing, in your business, every area of life every every area of life i hope you were blessed i really do hope you were blessed and i think i'm gonna be doing this more because i'm an event person i go for events a lot and many times they share things that i do not come on here to share for instance on my page i share what i learned in church and also in my ministry page pw pray on instagram so you can follow me on instagram at Speaks. And the ministry page. This is strictly for women at PW Pray, so that you can get more and more and more information, more inspiration. And then it's not everything I share here, so that you can also see my daily life and how I roll and how I do things. And I know you're gonna be inspired. So till I come your way for the devotionals, stay blessed.
Okay, so we've been sharing the power gifts and yesterday the devotional was about the utterance gift. So like I said, I apologize for not bringing it to you yesterday. I'm just going to bring you today the devotional for yesterday and today's actual devotional. The utterance gifts, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 8 to 10. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. We have established that the gifts of the Spirit are grouped into clusters of three gifts each. Yesterday and the day before, we discussed the power gifts. Today, we are going to look at another cluster, which is the utterance gifts. The utterance gifts are the gifts of inspiration and involve the spoken word. These gifts have a threefold ministry, edification, exhortation, and comfort. The gift of prophecy. The gift of prophecy is not foretelling the future. It is a supernatural utterance that comes from a person who is anointed to speak the heart and mind of God to an individual or the church. It can lift the Christian out of depression, negligence, and even lukewarmness. It edifies, exhorts, and comforts. By edification, we mean God builds up his children. By prophecy, God strengthens, makes to stand, and takes away fear and weakness from his children. It can exhort and warn of sin so we might be ready for the return of Christ. The Holy Spirit speaks encouragement and helps us stay focused on God. The gift of prophecy also consoles and comforts us in times of sorrow, distress, persecution, and suffering. It can be used to bring inner healing into the hearts of the saints. The second one is diverse kinds of tongues. The gift of tongues is not the prayer language of tongues that comes with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Tongues is speech to God, a vocal miracle. It comes as a sign and is usually accompanied by its sister gift, which is the interpretation of tongues. Sometimes, however, it is expressed as a language or tongue spoken by someone who had no prior knowledge of that tongue, and usually there is someone around who understands that language, who gives an interpretation or who the message was for in the first place, as shown in Acts 2 verse 6 to 8, which says, Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language, and they were all amazed and marveled saying to one another behold and not all these which speak Galileans and how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born that was amazing right I'm going to interrupt you now and tell you a story I heard about a woman who was in a bus and she was praying in tongues and there was this man that was trying to pick somebody's pocket and she was just praying in tongues and the man didn't do that anymore and she just kept doing what she was doing she was preaching and when she came down from the bus the man ran to the lady he was like hi I don't know where are you from she said where she was from and the man said I don't understand you just finished speaking my language telling me things about my life and my childhood and things that nobody knew and she was like "Eh, really she herself was surprised the tongues is is a language of the spirit and when you're speaking in tongues it is not you it's the holy spirit that is speaking through you moving on 
interpretation of tongues the purpose of this gift is to make intelligible or spiritually verbalize a message that was given in an unknown tongue this gift usually works in concert with the gifts of diverse kinds of tongues one person gives a message in a language he does not understand and another person through divine inspiration gives the interpretation this reveals that god is present in that place it is also possible that the same person is granted the ability to interpret whoever operates in the gift of tongues should also seek the gift of interpretation for the edification of the body of christ the utterance gifts are vocal gifts through which the mysteries of god are made known to the body of christ these gifts are available to believers and serve as guide to and gives us direction in our walk with god desire these gifts and be guided in the path of life and become a blessing to others prayer father I thank you for the utterance gifts which you have given to the body of Christ as a tool for unveiling your mysteries to the body of Christ. I desire these gifts and I receive them by faith now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Next is the revelation gifts. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 8 to 10. I'm sure by now we are used to this scripture. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. The third cluster of gifts are the revelatory gifts which is the word of knowledge a word of wisdom and the discerning of spirits word of knowledge the word of knowledge or word from knowledge is an operation of the holy spirit where he reveals something that happened in the past or is happening at present that was not known previously a warning can be given and lives are saved in ministry the holy spirit has through a word from knowledge revealed issues in the lives of the saints and has brought tremendous healing a lot of the time this gifts works together with the manifestation of the power gifts we can go for evangelism and whilst ministering the lord can reveal a major issue in the life of the person that when addressed leaves the person in awe to accept the good news for instance that guy in the bus now this lady was speaking that guy's language just imagine that what would happen next of course the lady can tell the guy do you want to receive christ and the guy will receive christ because he has not seen something like that before and i'm sure that that experience did something in his mind moving on biblical examples of the word of knowledge is the woman at the well to understand that read john 4 verse 17 as we move ahead to the next gift which is the word of wisdom While word of knowledge deals with past and present, word of wisdom deals with the future. It is the supernatural ability to speak things that are to happen in the future. An example of this is where the Holy Spirit warns Paul of the heavy persecution that awaited him if he traveled on a particular voyage. Through word of wisdom, you are able to utter things that are yet to be, but will be as the Spirit of God reveals. The next one is discerning of spirits. This gift of the spirit comes into manifestation to reveal what spirit is in operation at any given time. 
It reveals the nature of the spirit at work in the hearts of men. It is especially important when dealing with cases that involve demon spirits. A perfect example of this is seen in Acts when Paul discerned that a spirit of fortune telling that was at work in the girl which her masters used as a source of income who Paul rebuked and delivered. Acts 16 verse 16 to 19. I'm going to read it now. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. These revelation gifts are tools we have been given for spiritual intelligence from God to know mysterious things which are not within our knowledge whilst advancing the kingdom of God. These gifts are critical to our success as, as and our excelling in the marketplace. We are to desire them and receive them by faith, which will begin to function as we go to the mission field and the need arises. Prayer Father, thank you for the spiritual intelligence you have given to us to assist us with knowledge beyond our realm. I receive these gifts by faith and I deploy them for the advancement of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, Amen.